This is Single in the City with Laura Bellata on Talk Radio AM 640. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to a new episode of the dating and relationship talk show, Single in the City. I'm Laura Bellata, a dating and relationship expert, author, and your host. Well, let's face it. We're living in the midst of a youth-obsessed society. But what if you don't like the hand you've been dealt in the looks department? To counter Mother Nature, uh, cosmetic enhancements are a solution that keeps exploding in popularity. Now, I know some of you are thinking, I would never get cosmetic work done. And then there are others that are thinking, I make secretly get work done. And then there are also some of those that would say, yes, for sure, use your magic hands to fix my face. By airing this segment tonight, we're not promoting cosmetic enhancements as something someone must do in order to find a date or a relationship. But whether we like it or not, these types of procedures are going to continue to become more popular and more accessible. So we wanted to create awareness for those interested in the services and have an open discussion of the pros and the cons. I welcome my co-host and executive producer, Sandra Carusi from Inside Jokes. Here, let me play. Yay! Oh, thank you. (laughs) On AM640. (laughs) And here to discuss non-invasive cosmetic enhancements are Jeremy Tibbutt. Thank you. Head medical consultant and Erica File, medical consultant from Beauty Bar Clinics in here in Toronto. So welcome, guys. Thank you so much for joining us tonight. So I want to start with um, with this uh, statistics report. So according to the 2015 Cosmetic Plastic Surgery Statistics Report, cosmetic minimally invasive procedures, which means not being cut into, um, jumped 759% from the year 2000 to 2015. Wow. Wow. Sandra, we're in the wrong business. I know. It's, uh, so what was precipitated, just the, the, the availability of it or just the trends in media or... Uh, it's a it's a few things. I think the biggest thing is that there's been so many like technological advancements and <laughs> how these treatments are done. It's become you know there's a lot more uh, research done into how to do it non invasively, which is the most important thing. Uh, and you know having it readily available. Uh, I think um, celebrities are a little bit more open with mm-hmm. it now. Yeah. So it makes people okay with it as well because you see it all over social media and Instagram so I feel like the younger generation is really open to it where um, the older generation is kind of coming around to it as well like today it's almost as common as like getting your hair done I feel like well some things not all things but now do you find it's become a lot more because Jeremy you've been in the industry for how long 13 years oh my gosh Uh, yeah about 13 years has it become more affordable Yes, actually, it certainly has. Um, there was a time when these things were super expensive. I remember, like, even when it comes to something as simple as like laser hair removal, that was super expensive when oh, I yeah. started. It was so crazy, and now the, the industry is a little bit different now. It's a, it's, it's a lot cheaper now. It's but like I a, don't think hair uh, laser hair removal is a big deal. Do you, Sandra? I, mean, I had lots of it done. It um, kills. To be totally honest. <laughs> kills like done. a mofo. Um, not does. anymore. No, not no? anymore. Yeah. Yes, Do you know, of course. <laughs> so the last time, and I'm just going to tell you, the last time I had was three years ago. Okay. And then I got cancer and chemo. So total waste of money was the yeah. laser hair removal. Why? Because you lost hair anyway. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
No, but I remember getting it done, and I cringed every time. And it was it was, it was just a few years ago. So but. there's no pain with laser hair removal now. It's not it's not pain free, but it's less painful than a couple of years ago. I remember when I first got it done about five years ago. It was excruciating pain. I remember biting a pencil. Exactly. Now <laughs> it's just like a warm heat to it. It's mm-hmm. very very yeah. pain free. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So, do you think our society is becoming more vain? Hmm. Well, everybody's hot. Can I say, like, you, like, because <laughs> you of this stuff. You always point that out. You're so funny. Well, because people, like, if we were to take a group shot of people, like, 20 years ago when I was in my 20s versus mm-hmm. people now. Like, I look at people's, my friend, I'm in my 40s, my friend's kids, probably your age. And on Facebook, they're all hot. Like, everybody... <laughs> Laura, you know what I'm saying? Like everybody's eyebrows look good. Everybody's because they go makeup. through a filter, right? Oh, yeah, and apps too. online, right? Like there they, are certain filters, but I do agree with what you're saying that, uh, you know, everybody is well put together now. And right? I feel that it does have to do with a lot with social media. There's a lot of things that it's acceptable. So you can see how people do their makeup now and people learn. And, mm-hmm. you know, that's the same with yeah. injectables and all that. Kind yeah, because it's well. like more readily accessible now, too. Mm-hmm. So like you, you don't have to be like, OK, well, you know what? I'm going to have small lips for the rest of my life. You know that like, OK, well, one trip to beauty bar and you can get something done and, you know, and change everything around and you what? don't have to live with that. You know, talking about lips. Mm hmm. Kylie Jenner lips. God bless. Is is that? I, I, but you know what? She went from nothing to these humongous lips. And I remember when I wanted to get bigger lips like that, they said no. If you want to have Kylie Jenner lips, you're going to look like a duck. Well, it's a buildup, right? Yeah. You can't go from one extreme to the next. It's a you have to be patient Takes and you time. have to build up on product and more product. But like, Jeremy, I've been told that you have to. It, there, it's something to do with your mouth. Not everyone is able to have lips yeah, like that. That's really? true. Yes. I mean, I always like to say Rome wasn't built in a day, and neither were Kylie Jenner's lips. <laughs> you know, no, but something about the <laughs> lining or the, the yeah. white part mm-hmm. or the red well, part. Well, it's of the a we have to like build up the shape. First of all, okay, so you need to get that shape, and not everybody has as great shape as Erica does. Over I know. Here. Um, That's so. why I'm not sitting beside her. <laughs> I'm so done with that, and we're not posing beside each other in pictures either. Um, really? Will you pose with me? I'm being cut. Yes. Okay. Cool. But although you have a nice rack too. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, yeah. So it is something that we need to like do slowly. Like if you do mm-hmm. it all at once, your lips will, you know, it won't so, look good. Dysmorphia. You guys have clients who clearly you understand might have dysmorphia, like dysmorphia. Absolutely, body dysmorphia. And so do you, it's like being a bartender at a bar, you got to stop someone when you know they have a problem drinking. Mm-hmm. Of course, because essentially that's our work going out there, right? Mm-hmm. It's like a contractor. They want to, to have nice work out there. So you have to, you know, look at the person and say, you know, enough is enough. And, mm-hmm. you know, we don't want somebody to look too fake. It's about looking natural as well, yeah. right? But there are so many people that don't look natural. I mean, look at some of the housewives. Okay, I'm not talking about the Toronto ones. Thank right? you. I'm not talking <laughs> about the Toronto them. ones. I love them too. But some of the older ones, you know, the, the ones in LA and stuff. Beverly Hills. Bill, oh yeah, my Beverly God. Hills. <laughs> Disaster. Just why look like that, really? Right. I mean, um, isn't there a doctor saying, okay, you've had enough, no thank more? You. Like, when is when do you refuse people? Well, I mean, there's, in terms of, like, what is 
what people do now is like a, a lot different. Okay, so those are the housewives. Let's put mm-hmm. those people uh, into consideration. They've like, you know, they were growing up at a time when there weren't these advancements, right? Mm. So they had to kind of stick with what was available to them. Lisa Renner uh, regrets, she's on the Beverly Hills, regrets silicone yeah. in her lips. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Which you can't get rid of. There are a it's lot terrible. of people that actually had silicone done years ago. Mm-hmm. And and they're suing some doctor or something wow. or yeah, yeah there's a yeah there's a lot of that going on and because the the silicone actually cracks your lip open oh, splits Jesus. it open which Jesus. makes you look almost deformed mm. it absolutely does and you can mold it <laughs> but there are still people that know that you know or, or might have known the consequences but will still go ahead and and get silicone put in their lips or whatever uh well you know like i mean like things are different now though right so like they're not going to be doing those things anymore now there's safer alternatives of course there's different types of products and there's better ways of doing this so that people in 20 years don't look so deformed i I hate permanent things you know Mm -hmm. permanent filler products those are crazy you should use a product that you know can be done once every year okay we'll be we'll be back after this message with the hottest trend in aesthetic technologies you're listening to single in the city on talk radio am 640 now back to single in the city with laura bellotta on talk radio am 640 you're listening to Talk Radio AM 640. I'm Laura Bellotta. We're discussing non-invasive cosmetic enhancements with Sandra Carusi from Inside Jokes, Jeremy Tabut, and Erica File, both medical aesthetic consultants. And we're talking about uh, cosmetic enhancements. So tell us, what is the hottest trend in aesthetic technologies right now? I know there's a lot of them, but what do you think the hottest trend is? I would say injections are yeah, right now. for sure. Because you can do so much with yeah. it. Like you can cheekbones and lips, like you can pretty much just The nose change. is a big yeah. one right now. The non-surgical nose job. Yeah, that one's So how really does yeah, that work? Yeah, tell us about that. Well, basically it works the same way. Like we just like, we use a, you know, syringe and uh, with a needle on it, of course. And then basically in places like where, like around the bump of the nose, we can actually just put filler around it make the nose look a lot more straight. They're looking at me going, you need it, girl. <laughs> yeah, because my, no. my nose looks like a boat. That's what my boyfriend tells me. Thanks, Dean. That's um, terrible. But right like right here, right? Right in there? Yeah, yes. like over there, yeah. yeah. So oh. what happens is you would inject her tip of her nose? Well, you right go in, in here, with a cannula, so it's a long needle, okay. mm-hmm. and you inject through the tip of the nose, and then you uh, lay the filler That's along the cool. bridge. Yeah. yeah. So we're actually like making it bigger if you think about it, but yeah. because of like hide, it hides the bump, it yes. makes it look a lot smaller. Which so can is I ask cool. you guys? Did either of you have that? I'll never tell. I've done gonna, it. Jeremy, <laughs> okay. ha- Jeremy, yeah. come on, you have your nose. I actually your do have nose my nose. Your nose looks done. so perfect. We're going to take pictures and post it on uh, Facebook so you guys can see who we're talking about right now. Yeah, yeah. The joy of radio. <laughs> yeah, no, fun. but it's not for everyone. Like, yeah. I did it and I didn't like it. And the reason for mm-hmm. that is because, like, it made your nose bigger. And, you know, I lost the characteristic of the kind of the bump in my nose. Mm-hmm. I don't care. So take it I dissolved it. So <laughs> that's why it's nice when it's not a permanent solution that you Erica, can your it. nose is puny. Where would you have had injections in your nose? Uh, along the bridge of it. <laughs> but yeah. So let me ask what's going on in your mind? Like you're smoking hot and you want to do this because why? Because you don't think uh, you are 
Any Not that I didn't think I was. Um, I guess because I work in the industry, it's yeah. there for me yes, to course. do it. Um, so, And I knew that it's reversible as well, that I could remove it if I didn't really okay. like it. Mm-hmm. Um, so sometimes we have some time to play at work. <laughs> <laughs> to play? Yeah. We need so to try it out. We need to try it out. So when we're talking to other clients about it, we know what we're telling them. Are you well. guys hiring part-time? <laughs> 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 okay, how about like, I hear that people get their eyes enlarged. True. What? Their eyes enlarged? Yeah, you heard of that with Botox? Like open them up? Yes. Yeah, you can definitely, with Botox, well, you can do an eyebrow raise, which will help uh, make your eyes look larger. Because as we get older, our eyebrows tend to droop, and so Mm -hmm. do our eyelids. So like with an eyebrow raise, it will help uh, (laughs) make your eyes look a little bit larger. Here's the thing. I'm just going to talk about this for a second. As a comedian and as a mother... I don't want to get this stuff because, first of all, my kids will never know when I'm yelling at them. <laughs> no, it's when not I get like Botox. that. <laughs> Are you kidding? Like, I, my, some of my girlfriends in their 40s want to come see my show, my comedy show. I'm like, no, because I don't know if you're laughing. And, ah, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> Stop Guys, it. please put an end to this. The spell Explain mess. to her. I find that actors and like comedians. People that are, you know, that use their face as a tool Animation, in what they yeah. do, you know, like they typically won't be coming in and doing Botox and Dysport because they need to look very expressive. Mm-hmm. But when they're not filming something, ching, ching. <laughs> they come to me. Yes. We have you know actors I mean? that come in. Oh, we do. Yeah. But like. Tell us. <laughs> I know you tell don't want to tell. They are. You tell don't us. Tell us. We're not allowed. Can I ask, because uh, <laughs> again, we're going to post pictures, Laura, on your Facebook page and mine. Yes. The single in the city and the we're inside jokes, make one, yeah. as well as through our Twitter accounts. And I'll let them know what the Twitter accounts okay. are after because, the show. Because um, smoking hot lady over there. Can I ask you, um, do you get injections? I do. Of course. Yes. Where? She was um, just telling you this. No, I know, but... So I've done I my lips, look. but I haven't done my lips in four years because I've built product on product. So once you build enough products, uh, your body kind of accepts it. And How about cheekbones? I have done cheekbones as well. Yeah, yeah, she's got the good share thing going on too. Tell us more. <laughs> okay, so. okay. I, can I can I say what I had done before? Yes, yeah. I because I had major dark circles, and I know I do today because I'm very tired and didn't sleep well last night. But uh, I had that uh, the candela. Is it called candela? Uh, candela. Candela, yep. candela, where they yep. stick that long needle through, and then they and they push it mm-hmm. in. Now I get, didn't get it done at your place, <gasps> but I found after I had it done that it was really really puffy, and I'm I still suffer from a bit of puffy. Um, so maybe they didn't inject me correctly. They could have over-injected. Yeah. Uh, what happens with the product, it attracts water to it. So you don't want to over-inject the product because your body naturally will bring water to that area. Mm-hmm. But that's something that can be dissolved too, so you don't look as puffy as well. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And how about the jawline? That's something that people get done? Yeah, there's a bunch of things that you can do for your jawline, actually, uh, including like Botox or Dysport to your masseter muscles, which a lot of people like to do because it um, actually makes more of a V-shape to their lower face. And then there's filler in their jaw. You can actually like build a jaw. If the good Lord did not bless you with a good jaw, you can actually... Yeah, jawline. Okay, but how long does the product last? It depends. Everybody's a little bit different. Yeah. Your metabolism, that affects it. Where it's injected, like when you get your lips done because you're constantly talking, like mm-hmm. myself, uh, <laughs> yeah. they will leave a little bit faster where your cheekbones last a little bit longer. Mm-hmm. And like nose and everything, you're looking about like almost like depending on the product too that you inject Over too. Over a year. Yeah. Okay. And, mm-hmm. and cost. 
Mm. It's again, depending on product. Uh, okay. There are some products that last a little bit longer, so they're a little bit more costly. So um, you're looking around 550 to 7 I mean, like, you know, sometimes people are kind of scared to shovel up that extra bit of money, but you actually get that product in there for so much longer and they don't have to come in again. And get poked that's, again. And get poked that's again. My, that's is, my thing. You know, I'm yeah. a big fan of getting poked again, Laura. Okay. <laughs> More with our guests after the break. You're listening to Single in the City on Talk Radio AM 640. You're listening to Single in the City with Laura Bellata on Talk Radio, AM 640. Interesting topics that matter. You're tuned into the dating and relationship talk show, Single in the City on Talk Radio, AM 640. Joining me today is Sandra Carusi from Inside Jokes, Jeremy Tabat, and Erica File, both aesthetic, medical aesthetic consultants. Thank you. Welcome back to the show. So I want to ask you, do you think cosmetic uh, cosmetic enhancements are able to actually squash somebody's insecurities or is it just fueling a fire? Um, I don't think there's a straight answer for that. Yeah. I think yes and no. Um, I think you, ha- you have to see where the insecurity really stems from. Like there's something we do where uh, we can inject Botox for like a gummy smile where you see those people that when they smile, they have a lot of gum showing, which could be an insecurity for somebody. Wow. Yeah. Um, and then once that's gone, obviously that insecurity is gone. But if you have deeper insecurities that um, stem from somewhere else, then that's something that you really have to focus on as well. I completely agree. I find that there is two types of clients. There's the you know more vain client, and then there's people who are actually just looking to correct something. I love mm-hmm. that word correct in this industry mm-hmm. because you know they see something that's you know they have a scar, let's say, or if mm-hmm. they have like an uneven lip or, mm-hmm. you know, they have a giant bump on their nose, they want to get rid of it, you know, like they, they have these uh, things that they can do that can help correct these problems. So I want, I think this is important to say in a show about the dating and relationship show, we're talking about this because um, it's so prevalent now. And Laura, we're talking about in this day and age. And, um, you know, everybody's appearances, like it or not, appearances make a play in a relationship. If they matter. It matters. And we want to pretend it doesn't. And so how has this changed dating today? Laura, you're the pro on this. Um, and are people buying goods uh, that are false? And who cares if they do? So in other words, if I've had a lot of work and even implants and all kinds of stuff done, um, and in, injections, and then the injections wear off, and then dude's like, man, you don't look like you did three months ago when I met you. Go get it done again. Like, I don't know. Like, what's the bigger issue we should be talking about here? Laura? Uh, well, I I think that uh, confidence b- plays a big role in mm-hmm. dating and relationships. So as long as you're feeling good about yourself and the way you look, you're going to feel sexier and you're going to go out there and you're going to attract more of what you want. Absolutely. And so, uh, Jeremy or Erica, have you found that um, within your industry and people that you know, and I, I, you must see tons of people both mm-hmm. in dating and relationships, ha- have you seen how it's affected them, like getting some of these treatments done in terms of dating and relationships? Because I know they probably talk about their relationships a lot with, with you guys. Yeah, you guys are like hairdressers. Like, <laughs> people tell you everything. Um, I find that like, you know, if, if something that we can do for them is going to be able to build up their confidence, mm-hmm. you know, make them feel more comfortable in their skin. Mm-hmm. Uh, that definitely translates into their dating life as well. You know, it, it makes them more confident into finding a partner. 
Um, and have you seen the difference in people? So when they walk yeah. in and they f- they're you know feeling a little broken and they're a little insecure, and then you know they get all this stuff done. And have you seen the difference in their confidence levels? Absolutely. I mean, you know, with certain treatments that um, you know help with scars. I love those treatments, you know. Tell us about those That's treatments. Cool. Well, there's a treatment. It's called uh, microneedling with PRP, which where we use your own, like, growth factors in your blood onto the area. I got that done. Yes, you did. I thought it was called a vampire facial. Uh, yeah, we can't say that. Yeah, you're not allowed Why? to say that. Oh, it's a brand or something? <laughs> it's like it, trademark. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it was actually, um, what's her name? Kim Kardashian had it yeah. done. And, okay, and so they, what if is you it? Google it, it's, mm-hmm. it's called, well, I know I know it to be a vampire facial, but they're saying we can't say that. We call but it But if PRP you Google it, Google Kim Kardashian vampire facial, you'll see her face is like all bloody. It, it, it doesn't really look like that that's after an, the treatment. That's an old version of that treatment. So now it's a lot different. It's a lot less bloody you know um and you know it's very quick it's not very painful whatsoever What's the purpose of it? it helps with scarring it helps okay. with like um you know uh wrinkles fine lines anything like pigmentation. that pigmentation oh, is a huge one i just googled it okay but oh, we gosh we had one client <laughs> yeah my beet salad is not going down well right now <laughs> Okay. okay. Sorry. So we did have one client who, um, you know, she had she came to me and she had this huge scar on her face, which was caused by, um, I think it was like a wine glass or something like that. And she started doing these treatments and you could just see the different woman that was when she came in for her third tr- treatment, like who she was then in comparison to who she was when she first walked in. And it was just like, wow, what a strong, confident woman that this that she oh, okay. is. So it was you really saw it. cool. It was inspiring. Now, do you know if she was single or not? Or I I don't know. I'm not okay. too sure. I'm just curious. I'll call know. her. But I would I would think that it would help with your confidence. Levels. Absolutely. Definitely. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For sure. Okay. So how young is too young? Like, what age are people starting to get things done that you're seeing in your studios? I mean, we definitely get people that come in like when they're younger than 18, but you would need parental consent, and mm-hmm. there are parents that do consent to it. And um, what are 18-year-olds getting done? Lips, like Kylie? Lips, just, like, lips yeah. is yeah. like the biggest Thank you, thing. Kylie. Thank yeah. God it's bless. the biggest thing, and yeah, everybody wants them. Yeah, like we said before, like, you know, getting your lips done these days is as common as getting your hair done, I feel. People are doing it a lot more. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. Mm. But, like, I, as long as you're, like, old enough to know better, or, you know, young enough to know better, actually, I guess I should say, like... Okay, so, and what are some of the risks involved with some of these procedures? If you have a good nurse, nothing. Right, and there's how do you find one? Yeah, how do you find a risk. good nurse? Like, Yeah, there's always risks involved to anything um, that you do. Um, but, yeah, exactly. If you have a good nurse, you want to go to somebody that's recable and, like, does it very often. Um, but there shouldn't be any risks involved if you're with, like, a professional. Yeah, absolutely. Doing so, your research is important. Yeah. Sure. So what kind of research should someone, uh, you know, do if they're considering a procedure? Um, check out your options. That's the most important thing. Different types of dermal fillers is important to do your research with. See how long it lasts for. See how much is necessary for you to get the results that you think you need. And go for consultations. Ask questions. That's the most important thing. You know, you this is your face, you know. And check out reviews on Google. Um. Reviews sure. are good and bad. I've always worked for huge companies that, you know, you get good reviews and bad reviews. Yeah. Like um, like Disneyland is the, has, is the biggest theme park and they probably have the worst reviews ever, <laughs> right? Like, That's true. I mean, you just want to come in for consul- consultation, feel comfortable with mm-hmm. who's injecting you. I think that's the most important thing to feel like that you're with a good injector. 
Okay, more with our guests after the break. You're listening to Single in the City on Talk Radio AM 640. Now back to Single in the City with Laura Bellata on Talk Radio AM 640. You're listening to Single in the City on Talk Radio AM 640. Sandra Carusi from Inside Jokes is here, and so are Jeremy Tibbutt and Erica File, both aesthetic uh, medical consultants. Um, and I wanted to ask you guys about... Uh, guys. Guys, <laughs> yeah, about guys. So there's a social stigma that men just don't do that. They don't have cosmetic enhancements. They don't get anything done. What's the truth behind this? Are men getting stuff done? And if so, what are the popular enhancements for them? Oh, my gosh, yeah. I have a bunch of guys that come to see me. You know what? I actually think that I have just as many guys coming to see me as I did before, except before it was like a secret. You know, they would walk into my store and just be like, my wife told me to come here, you know, (laughs) but like now they're just more open about it. So, you know, because it is something that's more like... Uh, accepted in society. I like to call it bro talks. <laughs> yes. And and you know what? I have girlfriends that, or even girls that have met men and mm-hmm. been like, oh, he's perfect. But you know what? Like once we start dating and getting serious, I'm going to get him to. No. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to oh, ask him I've to get that. Botox because he has too many wrinkles. And Do I'm like, well, this- he's in his 50s. You know what you think? <laughs> um, he's you know- going to wrinkle a bit. But yes, I and I do know a couple of women in particular that have said that to me. And so you're saying now that so- women will actually encourage their husbands to go get Botox. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, well, I mean, obviously, I think the guy has to eventually say yes, <laughs> like agree to it before mm-hmm. he comes in. But yeah, no, we have tons of guys that come in here uh, just for that sole reason, you know, like they've been asked, you know, they wow. see the option that they can stop these wrinkles from happening, most likely from their partner. Uh, and they see it as a correction thing. And they yeah, come. back in my day, it was like give him a makeover with his clothes or maybe yeah. have his eyebrows done. But now it's like the full on. That's kind of cool, <laughs> though, I think. If that's okay in the relationship, I'd like to see how that conversation would go, though. I have a lot of people who send their husbands because they have hairy backs and they'll get laser hair removal. And there's nothing wrong with that. Nothing yeah. wrong with there's that. There's nothing wrong with that. No. I think hairy backs are... You, you know, we were talking about... <laughs> I don't want a hairy chest. But hairy backs, no, no, no like. <laughs> Doesn't know, we don't know if they're wearing a sweatshirt okay, or not. Okay, and I also, there's this hair restoration. I, yes. I, are a lot of guys doing that too? Yes, we do. We have some actually big Toronto names who come in and do our hair restoration treatment. It's a fantastic treatment. You know, now we can actually, instead of doing hair plugs, we have PRP treatments, which is a microneedling treatment for your head. And we can actually stimulate your own hair to grow back. Wow. This is a huge inv- advancement. Well, not grow back. You, you, we stimulate it to grow thicker. Yeah. And mm-hmm. um, I saw before yeah. and after pictures of it. It's, it's pretty amazing. Cool. It was pretty it's, amazing. Yeah. It's amazing. So yes. And this is important for people to know because Absolutely. I know that, uh, go, you know, when I start menopausing, which mm-hmm. is something I'm so afraid of, um, you know, uh, hair loss is something that's in my family, so I get I'm so worried about that. Definitely, and then I also and well. then I also think too, like if I start losing my hair, how's it going to affect my relationship? Absolutely, right? Is my boyfriend going to think or her husband at that time if we do ever get married? I don't know. Um, <laughs> hmm. Is he going to think I'm he, he's dating a dude? I don't know. <laughs> I, a, do you know what? 
Sorry, what were you going to say? Well, it's a big thing for guys, you know, like... Mm. And for know, ladies, right? Yeah. Yeah. Do you, oh, get, yeah, do you yeah, see yeah. a lot of women? We have a lot of women coming in the sure. Okay. Yeah. But, like, I find that men typically will start losing their hair first, okay? So, like, in that insecurity of, like, a man in their, like, late 20s, early 30s coming in and is going bald and they're just like, help me. And, you know, and, and like, now that there is something that we can do to enhance and, you know, correct that, that's great. And, again, that can affect their relationships. Absolutely, When they're not sure. feeling good about themselves, it affects... Yeah their relationship mm-hmm. well we were talking earlier laura um how it affects your relationship there's an article in psychology today does does plastic surgery improve emotional well-being and uh this article goes on to say uh, obviously no but it, it's about perception so other perceptions and self-perceptions of physical attractiveness right so the study did not find a relationship between others ratings of a target attractiveness and the target's happiness in other words people who are objectively more physically attractive are not more happy on average the same study did show however that self-perceptions of physical attractiveness do relate strongly and positively to happiness if this seems perplexing considering that's possible to be biased how attractive you are, it's easy to feel more or less attractive than you seem to others. What appears to most is those feelings themselves if they diverge. Sorry for reading, but I wanted to be accurate because we, we referred to it earlier, Laura, and you said, like, if it makes you feel confidence, then do it. And it could enhance your relationships. Um, but plastic surgery will help people feel more attractive. If that's true, it should improve their happiness. Though, again, we're not forced to guess. And this research directly addresses the question whether having plastic surgery improves psychological well-being. So uh, another study talked about the benefits uh, about outcomes, including anxiety, social phobia, depression, body dysmorphia. We talked about goal attainment, all of that stuff. Well, I, I think it's a social norm now. It's it's highly acceptable, just like online dating is. Mm-hmm. And heck, if it's going to make you feel better about yourself so that you can go out there and be confident and attract that person that you really want, mm-hmm. because it all comes down to um, attracting someone that you really desire, uh, all comes down to confidence and how you feel. Absolutely. And heck, if it makes you feel sexy and good, then yeah. Go ahead and do it as long as it's, it's not the, hurting you. I don't think it's the plastic surgery and the injections that put a Band-Aid on anything. I think it's the social media when you have body dysmorphia that you're constantly comparing yourself to others. Mm-hmm. And that's when you become vain and want to look a certain way. And like we're not fixing body dysmorphia. We're fixing like little things that are bothering you. Mm-hmm. When you have body dysmorphia, that's something that's a little bit deeper. Everything you want to know about minimally invasive cosmetic enhancements on Single in the City on Talk Radio AM 640. We'll be right back. You're listening to Single in the City with Laura Bellata on Talk Radio AM 640. You're listening to Talk Radio AM640. I'm Laura Bellotta. We're discussing non-invasive cosmetic enhancements with Sandra Carusi from Inside Jokes, Jeremy Tabudge, and Erica File, both medical aesthetic consultants. And we're talking about uh, cosmetic enhancements. So not only can it be more difficult for us to read the expression of those with Botox, but it affects their ability to read the cues and emotions in others as well. It actually impedes the ability to connect in both directions. Um, it raises a great irony that it is often insecurity that drives us to consider Botox, which is true, Mm -hmm. right? None of us want to age. We may worry that our partner will no longer find us attractive as we age, Mm -hmm. but at the heart of this worry lies the real fear 
that we may lose our connection. So it's something to think about before making those crow's feet disappear. Not only do they allow us to express joy and exuberance, but they actually help us to stay closer to and connected to the ones that we love. I guess they're saying that when you get Botox done, your expression goes and... That's... Right, sorry, Jeremy. That's like a lot of Botox. Yeah. You You know, you can get it so you can still move your eyebrows and be expressive as Mm -hmm. well so and I agree with both of you guys because I've had Botox done I think I might have some in there right now (laughs) and I get I I just get a a little tiny bit and I mean I love it after I get it done I feel fresh and I can still move my forehead and it looks very natural you wouldn't have looked at me and said oh Laura's full of Botox no Sandra no no I've known you for a long time so but when you look in the mirror so it makes you feel good, obviously. You it just makes said me that. feel great. Yeah, and I'm in a relationship, and my boyfriend's not, you know, like, go get <coughs> Botox. He actually is like, you don't need it, right? But it mm. makes me feel good. Mm-hmm. It's like I- any aesthetic, uh, like getting your hair colored or eyebrows, all of it. It just contributes to your overall. Yeah, I mean, I feel like Botox is so, it's not really some. it's not going to change your face. I think that's something that's super important to say. You know, like, this isn't an enhancement. It's just something that relaxes the muscle. Okay, so this isn't a big change to your face or anything like that. So just back to this article and having to post that Laura was referring to, because they were saying the emotional cues, and that's you guys are saying that's when you get too much. That's when you get like a lot yeah. of Botox. Not I can to tell say you, my son wrong. still knows when I'm mad at him. Which is <laughs> <laughs> referring to what I was saying before. I was afraid to get it, so my kids don't know what I'm yelling. But it's true. You're right. You just don't get that much. And with the advancements now, if you want to get it, get it. If it makes you feel good in a relationship. I mean, relationships are so hard as it is. And I asked Laura earlier, my dating um, sensei, um, that perhaps, Laura, maybe the trick for me is to start getting, shooting them up, <laughs> shoot up my forehead. No. And unfortunately, you have to stay at the top of your game, I think, too, right? You want to look good yeah. for your partner. It's You do. You want to look good for yourself, but you also want to look good for your partner. I think that where this causes the biggest problems between in relationships at least from my own (laughs) what i've been through is that when you lie about it oh and i know women women do that yeah so how can men do it too so in a relationship (laughs) like in a relationship that's ridiculous like you're gonna start a relationship by lying yeah that's terrible even about your looks like yeah i'm very open about it i'm very open you guys look very natural yeah thank you why do you see a lot of people uh that 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 come to your studio that I mean, lie about it? why do you have to lie about it? 100%. Like, there's no reason. Like, I mean, if you don't want people knowing, that's fine. But, like, you know, if I was dating somebody and they weren't being 100%, you know, if, talk about it. Mm-hmm. I think it's something that, you know, is something that needs to be discussed in a relationship. And, you know, ease your partner into it. Don't lie about it, you know? Mm-hmm. So let's talk about that right blind. now. So let's say you have a partner who is dead set against you having anything done. What do you think they should do? Break what, up what? with them. I'm just joking. Okay. <laughs> well, especially if it's not something that you spoke about in the beginning of the relationship. Um, I, I mean, I suggest that you. It, it is your body, and you just go ahead with with what you want to do. But you have to have that discussion and let them know that this is something that's important to you. Yeah. Correct? Yeah, I think that you should just talk about it. It's definitely them. a discussion. Yeah. I think uh, obviously your partner's concerned because you, you, as we're talking, there's this body dysmorphia and if you're going too extreme, so obviously they're coming from a caring place as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but as long as you have that discussion with them mm-hmm. and, you know, you guys are both... 
but in I'll, a good place about it, yeah. then also I, think I find it that be okay. men don't know. Like, sorry, in a heterosexual relationship, I, I find that like men sometimes do need to be educated about what it is. You know, like, because I've heard about like couples having this question where it's just like, yeah, well, if you get Botox, isn't that going to change your entire face? It's like, no, it's not going to. Yeah, if it's done properly. Yeah. This other, this article we're referring to was talking about um, the insecurity that drive back to the psychological part, because there is two parts that we always have to address when we're talking about this, mm -hmm. because how it relates to relationships. And we may worry that our partner will no longer find us attractive as we age. And so that's another part of the relationship. Like if you're getting it done for that, mm -hmm. that's an insecurity you, you got to deal with and probably communicate, Laura, right? With your partner about. Like if you're getting it for that and I'm so worried I'm going to lose him or maybe he cheated and or she cheated and you're doing this stuff to kind of keep well, the relationship. Well, and it, it all depends on the type of relationship you have because if you're dating someone who's looking at other, let's say you're dating a guy who's looking at other women all the time, um, and is always making remarks. Again, we talked about that at, on our last show, yes. Sandra with Guy Talk. Yes. You know, is it okay to look, you know, to look at other women or to make remarks about other women? And some of the guys were like, "Well, yeah," and and some were, "No, no. definitely not." Right? So I guess it it all depends on and why you're doing it and and, communication. and, and what type of relationship that you're in. Yes. And yes, communication is key. Communication is key. I think you should find someone that loves you for you or who yes. wants to be with you for who you are, and then can love all those extra things that you may want to do. But like you know, you want to make sure they love you for yourself first. Great. So that will be a successful relationship. Great comment. Thank you. More with our guests after the break. You're listening to Single in the City on Talk Radio AM 640. This is Single in the City with Laura Vallada on Talk Radio AM 640. I'm here with my real estate friend, Holly Garvey Penny. What's up with HGP's tips and trends today? Hi, Sandra. Today is a reminder tip for renters that you don't pay. What do you mean? Well, if you're a renter, a real estate salesperson can help you find that place. And it is the landlord that pays the realtor's commission. Great, eh? So call me or email me with any questions. They can reach you at hgp at bosleyrealestate.com or 416-322-8000. Thanks, Sandra. Now back to Single in the City with Laura Bellotta on Talk Radio AM 640. I'm Laura Bellotta. Thanks for tuning in to Single in the City on Talk Radio AM 640. Today we were talking about cosmetic enhancements and how they affect dating and relationships. Uh, we were discussing um, this with Sandra Carusi from Inside Jokes and Ter uh, Jeremy Tabat and Erica File, both beauty medical consultants. The effects of body image on self-esteem can be especially powerful Although it's perfectly normal to have negative thoughts and feelings towards yourself once in a while, finding ways to be positive is the key to building a healthy body image, positive self-esteem, and healthy, long-lasting relationships. We've run out of time. Thank you, Sandra, Jeremy Tabat, and Erica File for joining me today. Stay tuned in to AM640 for Sandra's show, Inside Jokes, coming up at 8 p.m. We've run out of time. Thank you, Sandra, Jeremy Tabat, and Erica File uh, from the Beauty Bar Clinics for joining me today. Stay tuned in to AM640 for Sandra's show, Inside Jokes, very funny, coming up at 8 p.m. 
And if you're single and want to go uh, the matchmaker route, but you know you don't want to spend a fortune, you can check out my matchmaking service at singleinthecity.ca, and I will be your personal matchmaker. <laughs> Tune in next week for another great show. You're listening to Single in the City on Talk Radio AM 640. I'm Laura Bellotta. Ciao for now.